Knowledge is the fuel that powers intelligent buying and selling. So get a quick recharge with me, Ron Edwards, Master Sommelier and Director of Wine Education for Winebow, Fine Wine and Spirits. Welcome back to Wine Smart. Today we're going to talk about a, a somewhat ignored region of Italy that needs your attention because it's a great advantage in your wine program uh, and as an option to drink at home and that's the region of Calabria. When regions are not given a lot of international airplay it gives us great advantages for value uh, especially when there's high quality wine to be had and that is very true in Calabria. So let's start with what you really need to know and that's where is it? Uh, when we look down at Italy, it looks like a boot, right? Like a high rider's boot. It's got the heel, it's got the toe. When you are looking at Calabria, you're looking at the instep through the toe of the boot. So on the east, it borders Basilicata. Uh, and then on the south and southeast, it borders the Ionian Sea. On the north side of Calabria, that's the Tyrrhenian Sea. And then as you move towards the toe, you get really close to Sicily and I mean really close. At its closest point, uh, that, that strait of Messina that divides the two land masses is only 1.9 miles wide, and that is between the cities of uh, Torre Faro and uh, Villa San Giovanni. When you think about the port of Messina itself, where the straits gets its name, uh, that's actually uh, 3.2 miles across. So even there, it's not a long way to get from one to the other. But that water barrier creates a natural division between nature and makes Calabria unique in and of itself and Sicily unique on its own. As we look at Calabria, one of the great places to start with a region is to kind of understand the story, uh, the history a bit. And Calabria has a very ancient history. It actually was one of the most important areas for Greek colonization. So when the Greeks came over and they dubbed the Italian peninsula as Onotria, the land of vines, it was actually in what is now Calabria where they said that first, which is really cool. And they, they founded a couple of major trading ports there, Crotos, which is now the modern Crotone, and Region, which is now Regio Calabria. And what I found the most interesting was there was a particular wine made in what is now Ciro Marina called Cremisa. And Cremisa was actually one of the rewards for Olympic Games winners in ancient times. We really don't see a modern resurgence of uh, Calabrian wine until the mid 20th century. But from there to now, there have been solid and intentional efforts by really high quality producers to bring the reputation of this area back. And we're gonna talk about one of those producers today for sure. And at least one of those appellations that I feel like you can trust to go and explore the region and get a lot out of it without risk. Now that we know some history and we know uh, a little bit about where it is, let's talk a little bit more about the lay of the land. What would you expect if you were walking through Calabria? Because we have to think about what the vineyards are like there. And the big thing here, like a lot of Italy, this is 90% mountains and hills, only 10% plains. I would have thought that vineyards would have been planted up in the mountains to take advantage of temperature change, but interestingly there's really only one DOC that relies on mountainous terrain, and, and that is the Terre de Cosenza, which is a very large area, and yes, you can find those wines, but it's not the most 
most prominent wine in our market and um, the highest quality appellation that we get a hold of is Giro, which we'll talk about later. Or I would have thought that this land would have been dominated with basalt or, or volcanic tufa ash or something because you have, you have a volcano in Basilicata, you've got a volcano in uh, Sicily just next door, but actually this land is dominated by marine deposit origin soils. So you have a mix of calcareous material, calcareous clays, and um, marine sandstone that is what makes up Calabria. So you have a very different approach to winemaking here based on that than you would otherwise. Now we know what the land's like. Let's talk about the grapes. I, I just love the idea that Italy has all these wonderful indigenous, we only grow it here, grapes. It makes it a little confusing to study, but it's so rewarding to try and consume these wines because you get something new all the time. You can never really wrap your head completely around Italy. And, and here again, we have a bunch of local uh, indigenous grapes that are unique to Calabria. 55% of the vineyards are planted to a red grape known as Galliopo. That's Galliopo. 7% uh, of the vineyards are planted to another localized red grape, Malioco. Malioco. Then there is 6% uh, planted to Norello Capuccio, which is sounds like Norello Mascalese from Sicily, but they are two completely different grapes. And then we get into the white grape of dominance, which is kind of a misnomer because it's only 4% of the vineyard area, and that's Greco Bianco. Greco Bianco is not the same as Greco di Tufo. They just both happen to be kind of attributed to the Greeks. Greco Bianco is actually the same grape as Malvasia di Lipari. Then we have Greco Nero at 3% and the ubiquitous, it's everywhere, Italian grape of Sangiovese at 3%. 22% of the plantings, the rest of what we could talk about, is a mix of all kinds of stuff. Indigenous varietals that are too small in plantings to name and in interlopers from other places like Barbera and Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot and Cabernet Franc. The wine regions of note um, are all DOC. There's an IGT for the area as well, but the DOCs are where I would send you to start trying wines here. In northern Calabria, there are some DOCs to, to look for, although the one you're probably going to see is Terra di Cosenza. There's seven subzones there. You also will find Savuto, La Mezia, and Chavigna. Uh, those are all on the uh, Tyrrhenian side. On the Ionian coast um, are some other areas. Uh, Chiro is the most famous, and then there's Bivongi, which is very interesting because it only focuses on Greco Bianco and Montonico. And if you haven't had a, a, a taste of Montonico, that's well worth the try anyway. Lebrandi makes one. And then there's the appellation of Melissa, Melissa, which uh, concentrates on Galliopo and Greco Bianco. And then you have Santa Ana de Isolo Capo Risotto. Uh, and the last but not least is Greco di Bianco. Most important to the outside world is Giro. So let's just stop and just talk about that because those are the wines I want you to go out and try. It's, the appellation is in the foothills of the Sila range and then all the way to the coast. The Classico area, where remember that wine of antiquity Cremisa was made, is uh, only the villages around Chiro itself and Chiro Marina. Then you have uh, the reality of what grapes are made there. Okay, so it's any Rosso made in um, Chiro has to be 80% minimum Galliopo, 20% the friends that are allowed to be planted. If you choose to use any of the interlopers, Barbera, Cabernet Sauvignon, etc., that has to max out at 10%. 
There are levels of ripeness as well. There's normale, which has a minimum ripeness of 12.5% alcohol when it's finished. And then there's superiore, which indicates that the wine had to meet 13.5% alcohol by volume, which you're thinking to yourself, well, this is a Mediterranean climate. It should be warm enough to make that a really easy thing. It's interesting that these wines in this area are not as alcoholic as you might think for a warm climate, and 13.5 is kind of a normal range for Giro Rosso. The next uh, designation you'll see on the label is Reserva, and if you see Reserva on a bottle, it had to be aged two years from January after the harvest, and it, it doesn't actually specify whether you have to use oak or not. If it's white, it's made from Greco Bianco, 80% again is the minimum, and 20% of friends from the area. What would you expect? What am I going to get when I get a bottle of Chiro Rosso? Well, um, the texture of Galliopo is, uh, it ranges from silky to satin, depending on the level of wine you're buying. Reservas will be closer to satin, and reservas sometimes will have a little bit more powdery, edgy tannin. They're dominated by pure red fruits centered around cherry, um, both fresh and dry. Uh, the tannins are solid enough to enjoy with substantive meals, but they are never hard. And if you think the tannin experience of Sangiovese from Chianti, I think you're in, in pretty good shape there. And then the Normale wines will be a little bit more fruit forward than the Reserva wines. There will be a little bit more um, other things going on because of the extra aging and so forth. You will also find oak aging here, but it's mostly background. It's, you don't really get wines here that are dominated by oak at all, uh, which I think is great because they work better with food that way. And you should expect to find that lovely Italian savory note that is so unique to this country. I, it, sometimes it comes across as savory herbs, sometimes it comes across as leather. What should you expect out of the Bianco? Well, it's made from Greco Bianco primarily, which is a semi-aromatic grape, so you should expect some flower petals. Um, you should expect it to be medium weight, and you should expect it to have refreshing tartness, but I wouldn't consider it uh, super crisp. The fruit profile is going to be centered around orchard fruits, moving to ripe citrus like even orange. And then the other thing about Malvasia uh, di Lipari is that it will often carry this little like unroasted nut note, like unroasted almond or hazelnut, uh, just as a really charming thread through the wine. So I hope this motivates you to go out and find a bottle from uh, Calabria, specifically from Chiro. Uh, I would point you to Librandi. There's some information in the show description that you should read through because it'll help you with some of these words I've said, as well as links to help you find wines. See you next time.